I found that nothing in life is worthwhile unless you take risks. Nothing. Nelson Mandela said, there is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life that's less than the one you're capable of living. Welcome to Village Vibes Only Podcast with Mielsha Jackson. And here we share wisdom to assist in raising black youth to be future leaders and prepare them to lead rich, purposeful lives. Yeah, we're breaking down all the barriers. As the proverb goes, it takes a village to raise a child. So yes, we are all in this together. In the village, there is positive vibes only. Or should I say village vibes only? <laughs> you are now entering the village. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to Village Vibes Only Podcast with Mielsha Jackson. How are you all out there today? Are you all well? I certainly do hope so. I am doing amazing um, on today. You know, um, I just want to just come on and just really share some words of wisdom, some words of encouragement, some words of guidance. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, when I jumped on the mic to record this episode, I didn't even really know what it was that I wanted to share, but I knew that I felt full and I wanted to share something. And I said, you know what? I just feel inspired. I'm just going to, you know, hook up the mic and just record and just let whatever comes out, comes out. And I just believe that whatever is meant to be shared will be. <clears throat> and so in so doing, I'm really led to talk about Harriet Tubman, but not from the perspective that we always hear about her story. You know, we, many of us, we've heard about the story of Harriet Tubman and the amazing, courageous thing that she did where she fought for freedom and escaped to freedom, should I say, and made sure not just to relish in the freedom by herself, but she went back and got countless others multiple times. And I was talking to my husband the other night about Harriet Tubman. We were talking about something completely unrelated, but in the middle of the conversation, it reminded me of the story of Harriet Tubman. And this is what I really came to realize about her, which was, and this is what was so profound. And so clearly today, this is what I meant to share. Like I said, I didn't even know what I was going to share when I got on this mic, but I knew I just felt full and wanted to share some sense of encouragement. And so typically, you know, what we do in the village, we share wisdom and get information and insight so that we can build up the young people in our lives. <clears throat> but every now and then, you know, I did one for my birthday and I'm doing one today. I like to drop a gym dropping episode where I just share, you know, things that either I've learned in life and, or just things that God may be trying to teach me in the moment in this season that are so revelatory to me. And so I want to believe that it will be revelatory to you as well and give you that push and be that win that you need behind your back to push you and propel you forward. And you can even share this wisdom with the young people in your life. So in the village, this is what we do. We build, we, we build up and we, we gain momentum and we push each other into purpose. And um, while simultaneously and first and foremost, 
pushing the next generation into purpose. So again, um, so back to my point and the conversation that I was having with my husband, you know, we were just talking about how when you're in pursuit of your dreams, whatever those may be, the only way to really get there is to treat it as if there's no other option. Like this is the option. There is no other option. And even though you may know that there are, you have to look at this thing like there is no, this, there is no other, other option. And the only time is now. Now is the time and it's the only option. And that made me think about Harriet Tubman. We, now, like I said, we often hear about her story of escaping to freedom. And then she helped to free many slaves. I mean, she was the Moses of her time, hands down. But what I thought about when I was talking to my husband was the fact that where did she get the audacity, not just to do, but the audacity to dream and to believe that what she wanted was possible. She literally was in a physical state of bondage, in a physical environment of bondage. There was nothing life-giving, life-forming around her. She was literally born into slavery. I hate to say born a slave because nobody's born a slave, all right? We're born free men and free women. So she was born into the institution of slavery. And she had no reason to believe that anything could be different for her. That's not what the mindset was in her environment. That's not what was promoted. That's not what was encouraged. And that certainly was not what was allowed. The idea that she could be free. And... But something in her just believed that I can do this. Something in her believed I can do this. And even before that, something told her this is just not right. Where did she get that from? Where would she have gotten the idea that their conditions, like I get that this is what's happening, I get that this is the reality that we've been sold and told, but this is just not right. This is not how this is supposed to be. And I'm going to get out of here. And I'm going to get a lot of us out of here. Like, really think about that. Like, let that resonate with you that this woman was in this environment, not just in a state of figurative bondage, but literal and real bondage. People around her in bondage. These were slaves being raped, being beaten. Okay. Forced to have babies, forced to nurse masses babies while God knows what happened to their babies. Maybe their babies were getting auctioned off. Who knows? So in an environment pure, full of nothing, but pure destitution and hopelessness, subordination, subjugation, disrespect, evil. This is what filled the atmosphere, okay, that Harriet Tubman was literally born into and rendered in, okay? Where would she have gotten the idea that this is just not supposed to be this way and I'm going to do something about it? That was something God had to have put in her. It is, I am of the thought that she was born to do what she did. And that is why she was born. 
She was born for such a time as that to do what she did. Not everybody could have carried out that mission to the degree that she did, but she had to believe and see something that was not happening and believe it enough to where I'm willing to risk life and limb to get to the promise. Because if I don't, this is what I have left. In her mind, the freedom, that was the only option. In her mind, getting free was the only option. And now was the time. It, there was no other option. Okay? So I am just amazed when I really break down the psychology of Harriet Tubman. The spirituality of Harriet Tubman. For her to dare to believe, to have the audacity to dream. And then have the audacity to do. Okay? And in her mind, I want it more than I fear it. So yes, anything can happen to me while I am out there on my quest for freedom. I'm traveling these terrains alone. God knows what can happen to me and, and or who can happen to me. <laughs> okay. I am at the complete disposal of the elements and the people who have bounties on my head anything can happen to me but I want what I'm after more than I fear what could possibly happen to me because anything that could happen to me in the environment that I'm already in right now is probably happening already or it could happen it can happen while I'm on the plantation those things can happen so you know what I'm just that bold and just that courageous and just that crazy to believe that I can get what I'm going after and I'm willing to risk it all because I want it more than I fear it. And y'all, when I really thought about that, I, you know, cause you have to understand the timing that Harriet Tubman lived in. A black person would literally be killed for trying to read, for trying to be educated, okay? Just simply trying to be educated. Simply just trying to learn how to read could be a penalty by death, okay? We're not talking about current times. You have to understand what the climate was at that time. It was intense as an understatement. There was no class. It was just slave you you were a slave or a free man it, it just was what it was i mean we could talk about indentured servitude and all those things but relative to the black experience that harriet tubman lived in you were a slave and that was it okay and we have to just really consider what it took for her to do what she did and that that was beyond her natural thinking that was beyond her natural ability that was a supernatural divine placement in her that said I am here to do this she may not have always known her whole life that that was her life's mission I don't know I would have I would love if I could think of one woman that I would love to be able to go back in time and have a conversation with it would be Harriet Tubman I have so many questions I mean just how did you do it what gave you the courage to do it how did you just believe that this could happen how did you have the genius to put this together and make this happen and then have the boldness to keep going back and doing it over and over again? I would have so many questions, 
okay? And so when I thought about how bold she had to be or just how big her thinking had to be to believe that she could accomplish what she accomplished, I was almost moved to tears because we never hear her story from that perspective. We just kind of hear what she did. And you can hear the story of it so many times that you almost become desensitized to the might and the strength of her story because it's like we've heard it about it since kindergarten, many of us, you know, and now we're grown. And it's like, yeah, we know who Harriet Tubman is. We know what she did, but we don't really take a time to really ingest her story or her person, her personhood, her mind, her spirit. We don't really take time to really process what had to be housed in this woman to first and foremost think that freedom was the alternative to her situation and then believe that she could go out there and get it and get it for others. Okay. That is major. How many times have you been in an environment where everything that's on the inside of you, nothing in your environment looked like what you knew was missing. You knew something was missing and you, you couldn't put your finger on it. Nobody around you was speaking the language that would suggest to you, oh, this is what you're feeling or thinking. So where would you have gotten that from? Which all you know is that what I'm looking to do, what I need to do, I, I just know I'm not getting it here. I don't see it here. How many times have you been in a situation like that? Where would you have even gotten that thought from? Right? So that means that something or someone beyond you place that in you because you know you've never had a conversation with somebody about it you know that it's nothing that nothing that you watched on tv it's just something in you that knows something is just missing something it's just something you know of me and a friend of mine you know we always joke about the keith's west song something 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 just ain't right i mean keith been trying to tell us since the 80s something 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 just ain't right. You know, he couldn't put his finger on it. How many of us have been there where it's like, I don't know what's missing. I don't know what's off. I don't know what about this. It's just not, but something just, there's more. There's more. I get that this is what we're doing, but there's more. How many times have you been in that kind of situation? I know I have several times when I'm just like, this. this there's just so much more. And you just have this big feeling in you that you can't quite place yet, but you just know that something is there. But then when you tap into it, and then now you have the language for what you're feeling. Now you have to have the boldness and the audacity to go get it. Now you have to have the boldness and the audacity to move on it. So what am I saying all of this to say? Whenever you come up against something, whether that's that voice in you that's calling you to challenge what you may currently be around and not for the purpose of criticism, but just for the purpose of seeing something that's not there that you can't quite quite reach, but you know that it's just something bigger that you're called to do or to perform and you just can't quite put your finger on what's missing, but you know it's there and you know, like, I've never had a conversation about this. I didn't conjure this up. I just know that it's just something in me that keeps seeing something bigger or different. Search that. Search that thought. Have the boldness, like Harriet Tubman did, to search that thought. Be comfortable with that thought. And then when you reach the place of revelation, 
Now you got to activate boldness. You have to activate the audacity to do. Channel that inner Harriet Tubman. Get a picture of what she did in your mind. Why can't you do it too? We are all called to a very specific thing, a very specific people at a very specific time. And oftentimes it's not always going to be crystal clear. It takes a while until some things are developed in us. Sometimes it takes until God knows that you'll actually move on what I revealed to you. Because if I reveal it to you a second sooner, you won't do anything with it. But if you would just had the audacity to explore that thing in you that's telling you there's more, there's bigger, and then believe that he will give you what you need to carry out the mission. My God, my God. Okay. These are the people who make history. These are the people that we read about in the history books. These are the people who we call legends. These are the people who leave their mark. These are the people who live on well beyond the time of their natural body perishing, right? These are the people. Do you want to be amongst those ranks? Do you want to be amongst the ranks of those who continue to live on well after your natural body has perished because you had the audacity to believe that that something bigger in you didn't matter that nobody else in the room was talking about it. You knew that it was something more, something bigger. It didn't matter that anybody else didn't see it or nobody heard it. You feel it. Now do you have the audacity to do something about it once you felt it, right? And I get it, it's not always easy, but you have to treat it like Harriet Tubman treated it. There is no other option. This is the option. For her, for her, it literally was a matter of life and death. I'm willing to die for this because the alternative to me fighting for freedom is not even an option. I'm in death already. The longer I stay here, the longer I stay here and let my people be here, we're in death anyway. So I have nothing to lose but everything to gain if I have the audacity to do. And that is what I want to encourage all of you today to do is to have the audacity to believe, the audacity to the, to explore, and the audacity to do. There is no other, no other option. This is the option. This is the only option. And there is no other time. This is the time. I was telling my husband that here it is. I'm 39 and I can't look to the left and to the right of me and say her, she, what she's doing. That's what I want to do or him, what he's doing. That's what I want to do. And you know why that is? And I, and I, and literally I didn't figure this out until we were having this same conversation about Harriet Tubman. I realized that I can't look to the left and to the right of me because whatever I feel like I'm supposed to do, I'm supposed to do it. There is nobody else doing it. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. There is nobody else doing it. That's what I'm put here for. That's the trail I'm supposed to blaze. 
I'm supposed to walk so that the young woman behind me can run. You get what I'm saying? That's why I can't look over there and say, yeah, in 10 years, I want to do what she's doing. That's where I want to be. No, I can't do that because I haven't gotten there yet. That's why I can't point to it because I can't point to myself yet. Okay, so we're not all called to do the same thing and operate in the same capacity. But sometimes you don't have an example of where you're trying to go and who you're trying to be because it's you. And you won't have an example of it until you get there. Okay? And that starts first and foremost with the audacity to believe. Then the audacity to do. And then you blaze the trail. So that maybe somebody after you can look and point and say, her, that's that I want to do what she's doing. Him, I want to do what he's doing. Everybody might not be called to blaze new trails and that's perfectly fine, but we're all called to leave a mark and we are all here with a purpose and we are all called to a people. I wholeheartedly believe that. But like I said, it just, it resonated with me. Like that is why I just can't point and say, oh yeah, I want to do what that's, that's my dream job. No, I just know the path that I'm on and I listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit And I let him guide me on this path. And that's, y'all, that's all I got. (laughs) That's, that's all I got. I know where I'm ultimately heading or where I'm trying to head. But at the end of the day, I'm being led first and foremost by the Holy Spirit. My actions, my, my heart, my, when I put foot to pavement and make my next move, my actions are being governed by the leading of the Lord. And nothing that I do is comfortable for me. And that's the other part. I am certain that I can speak for Mrs. Harriet, Miss Harriet Tubman. When I say her journey was not comfortable, it was full of discomfort, full of inconvenience, full of pain, full of fear. Oh, but she did it. And we still are reading and celebrating her today. She is still heralded as the Moses of her time all right that took a major act of valor what she did so a lot of what I'm doing or have done none of it's comfortable because I literally cannot look at somebody else and see how they did it I am figuring this thing out right along with the Holy Spirit I promise you and it is not comfortable being a type a personality who likes to plan everything down to the last letter feeling like you are having to wait for the script of your life to be written and then follow it. That is not, that goes against my very nature, but I am doing it and I'm carving and creating my own lane and I'm having to choose to do it with courage. So y'all, that's all I wanted to leave with y'all today. All right. I just want you to Don't just read about Harriet Tubman, you know, don't just watch the movie. Don't just kind of repeat the stories, you know, in a, you know, trite way. Like, yeah, she did this, but really like really think about the person Harriet Tubman and what that required of her to do what she did. And what were her thoughts before she did it? What sparked something in her to believe that or to see Nothing in my environment should make me think that freedom is possible. Nothing in my environment should make me think that there isn't a different option to this. But yet somehow she got that from somewhere. 
So, how is that happening in your life? And now what are you going to do with it? Think about it. Hashe. Peace. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And also follow Village Vibes Only Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Your support is greatly appreciated. Until next time, get clear about the mark that you are to leave on the world and the next generation. And go and do that thing with passion and intentionality. Remember, the world is waiting on you to show up. Stop telling yourself otherwise. All right. Hope to see you back at the village. Peace.